In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the feast of the martyrdom of Saint John the Baptist, and he was a victim of uh, a man who gave himself to the pleasures of the world. King Herod was an ungodly man who used to have parties and in these parties there was drinking and people got drunk. Also there was dancing and King Herod when he saw the daughter of Herodias dancing and he was drunk so he offered her to give her up to the half of the kingdom of course man is not in the right mind because he was drunk and also because he was pleased with her dancing so he made a very awkward position but as a king, he made, sorry, awkward promise. But as a king, he made this promise before the nobles, the high officers, and the chief men of Galilee. So he cannot take his promise back. And this little girl didn't know what to ask. So she went to her mother. And her mother was bothered by John the Baptist because he was rebuking King Herod, telling him it is not lawful for you to marry your brother's wife. So the mother said, if we got rid from John the Baptist, then through this marriage, I will not have only the half of the kingdom, I will have all the kingdom. So what benefit I will get if I get the half of the kingdom? So in a very wicked conspiracy, she sent her daughter to say to King Herod, we want the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And thus, her marriage with Herod will be secured and will not only have the half of the kingdom, but she will have the whole kingdom. And we read actually how King Herod respected John the Baptist. St. Mark told us in his Gospel, Herod feared John, knowing that he was a just and holy man, and he protected him. He protected him. And when he heard him, he did many things. So he listened to the preaching of John the Baptist. And actually, 
he obeyed and did many things that John the Baptist taught. And he heard him gladly. He was happy to hear him. But King Herod was one of double mind, half-hearted. Half of his heart was with John the Baptist. But the other half was with the pleasures of the world and was with the love of money. That's why, yes, he heard John the Baptist and did many things. But in the same time, he lived the life of any man in the world who is indulged by the love of the world and its pleasures. That's why in the right time, when his faith was tested, either when John the Baptist told him, it is not lawful for you to marry your brother's wife, or when Herodias' daughter asked the head of John the Baptist on a platter, he failed in these two tests because his heart was divided. His heart was not given wholly to the Lord. That's why the Lord told us, love the Lord your God from all your heart. You cannot give God half of your heart and give the world the other half. If you have a divided heart, you will fail in every test of faith. And that's what happened was John the Baptist, uh, sorry, was King Herod. So, although he was sorrowful when she told him, I need the head of John the Baptist, we, we, we read, St. Mark also told us that he was exceedingly sorry. The king was exceedingly sorry, yet because of the oath and because of those who sat with him, he did not want to refuse her, and immediately the king sent an executioner and commanded his head to be brought. So John the Baptist was a victim of the pleasures of the world, was a victim to those who indulge their lives in drinking, dancing, of those who have divided heart. They go back and forth between the way of God and the road of the world. Elijah in the past said, why you are going back and forth between the two ways? If the Lord is God, worship him. If Baal is God, worship him. Don't go back and forth. Unfortunately, until now, many of us, we have two lives. In a church, godly life. Outside, the church, then we live like the people of the world. So as we learn from 
Herod and his bad example. Let us also learn from John the Baptist. Especially the Lord said about John the Baptist, he is the greatest among those born of women. So what is the mystery? What is the secret behind his greatness? And I like to mention five points here. Four of them related to John the Baptist himself, and the fifth one related to his family and his upbringing. John the Baptist was born to two godly parents, both of them, not only one. They feared God and they walked in all his commandments without blemish. This is the testimony of God about both of them as we read in the Gospel of St. Luke. Definitely growing in a family that fears God, walks in his commandment. So what do we expect from this family? Definitely they will teach their son the fear of the Lord, both of them. And by their example, and by their life. Actually, he will learn not only from their words, but also from their work. Although John the Baptist lived a very short time with his parents, but this short time was enough to feed him with all the commandments of God, to feed him with the fear of God and how to walk against the world, against the temptation of the world, against the pleasures of the world. And here there is a question to all of us parents. Are we good examples to our children? Do we teach them walking in the fear of God? Do we keep them in the commandment of the Lord and protect them from the temptation of the world? And again, the Bible said about Zechariah and Elizabeth that both of them their house was not a house of conflict and fighting and tension. There was peace in their house. Zechariah was a priest of God. And Elizabeth was descendant from Aaron. And both of them were godly parents. So definitely the upbringing of John in family like this helped him to be the greatest among those born of women. But what are the four other points that related to the life of John the Baptist? 
The first point that John the Baptist fought the good fight against all the temptations of the world. St. John the Beloved, in his first letter, he summarized all the temptations of the world in three groups. The lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and pride of life. In other words, the lust of eye is the love of money, materialism. I want actually to have this and to have this. Everything I see it, I want to have it. Love of money. Lust of the flesh, it's about the pleasures of the world. Love of pleasure. And pride of life is the pride and arrogance. Love of one's self, ego. St. Paul also in his second letter to Timothy, he said at the end of the world, at the end of the days, people will be lovers of money, lovers of pleasure, and lovers of ego. And if you remember the three temptations that Satan tempted the Lord Jesus Christ with, when he told him, change the stone into bread, that's love of pleasure, flesh. When he told him, I will give you all the kingdom of the world, that's love of money. When he told him, throw yourself from the pinnacle of the temple, that is pride and ego, showing off. But John the Baptist overcame these three temptations. He was a humble man. When Jesus Christ started his ministry six months after John the Baptist, he started actually to make disciples and to baptize, whether Jesus by himself or his disciples. So some people, as usual, try to provoke jealousy between the Lord Jesus Christ and John the Baptist. So they went to John the Baptist and told him, this man, Jesus, about whom you testified, now is making disciples and baptizing more than you. That's actually, they wanted to provoke the jealousy of John the Baptist. But John was a very humble person. So he said, he, Jesus, must increase and I must decrease. Not only that, but John the Baptist encouraged his own disciples to leave him and to be disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. He sent Andrew and John the Beloved. Even when John the Baptist was in prison, two of his disciples 
had doubts about Jesus, if Jesus is the Messiah, how he leaves a great prophet like John the Baptist in prison, Jesus performed many miracles. How he left John the Baptist in the prison and did not deliver him. So John the Baptist sent these two disciples to the Lord Jesus Christ to ask him this question. Are you the one or should we wait for another? It was not John who doubted, but these two disciples. So he sent them in order to hear and to see, so their belief may be increased. And the Lord, when he saw these two disciples, he taught the people and performed many miracles. And then they said to them, go and say to John that the sick are healed, the blind see, the lame walk, and blessed is he who is not offended in me. And lest the people think that John the Baptist is the one who doubted the Lord Jesus Christ, after the two disciples left, he praised John the Baptist. And he said, he is the greatest among those born of women. And he is more than a prophet and more than a patriarch. So John the Baptist here defeated the pride, the arrogance by his humbleness. How many times we say like John, he must increase and I must decrease. In our families, we have struggles because I say, my word and my way should be done. I must increase and my spouse must decrease. That's how it works in many families. That's why you have divisions and tension. But if we have humbles like John the Baptist, we would live peacefully. Also, he defeated the love of pleasures. He lived in the wilderness until he became 30 years old. Do you understand what does it mean to live in the wilderness, in desert? So when he was a teenager, adolescent, he was completely away from the pleasures of the world. We don't know the details how he lived in the wilderness all these years. Definitely it was a tough life. But this performed his spiritual personality. He was not defeated by the love of pleasures. That's why he was strong in his testimony. Also, he defeated the love of money by the simplicity of his life. He was wearing from the camel uh, skin, that's how he covered his, his body. 
and he was eating locust and honey. Sometimes when we ask our children to fast, like the great fast or the apostles fast or nativity fast or Friday and Wednesday, they complain. Too many fasts in the church. And here we have one left all his life eating locusts and wild honey. To the extent that the people said he has a demon. The Lord Jesus Christ told them, John the Baptist came not eating and drinking and you said he has a demon. No, he didn't have a demon. But he overcame the love of pleasure and love of money. He was very simple in his life. What do you expect from a person living in the wilderness? So, how he defeated these three wars, love of money, love of pleasure, and ego and pride, this contributed also to his greatness. The second point regarding the personality of John the Baptist, he kept a wonderful balance between being strong in defending the truth and being compassionate on the sinners and the weak. He understood their struggle. He understood what they were going through. So we saw him uh, rebuking King Herod, telling him, it is not lawful for you to marry your brother's wife. But when people came to him to be baptized, and they asked him, what should we do? He started to give them practical uh, advices. For example, he told them, he who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none. And he who has food, let him do likewise. This show his compassion over the poor and the needy. The tax collector, who were greedy in money, when they asked him, what shall we do? He told them, collect no more than what is appointed for you. And again, he told them, don't be harsh on other people in collecting the taxes. Be kind, be compassionate. When the soldiers asked him, what shall we do? He spoke to them about not abusing their authority. He said to them, do not intimidate anyone or accuse falsely. Be content with your wages. You can see here how he kept the balance between being strong in defending the truth, not fearing even the king, in the same time, had compassion over the people, over the weak, over the poor, over the needy. 
the third reason uh, about his greatness is the integrity in his teaching. When he saw many people coming to him to be baptized, he was not happy that many people are coming to him, listening to him, responding to his ministry, and asking to be baptized. But he taught them, bear fruits worthy of repentance. So he taught them how repentance is not just a word. Repentance is a change of life. Repentance is change in direction of life. Repentance is forsaking the world and following the Lord. Repentance must be demonstrated in bearing fruits. If you're really living the life of repentance, then you must bear fruits in your life. If you are not bearing fruits, then your repentance is questionable. Also, he taught them, don't rely on connection or genealogy who are the descendant of Abraham, because one of the point of the pride of Israel, they were saying we are the descendant of Abraham. So, because we are the children of Abraham, then definitely you are godly people. And his teaching told them, don't begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. You can see the power of his teaching. There is integrity in his teaching. If you are the children of Abraham, then do the works of Abraham. As the Lord Jesus Christ said, you cannot say, I was baptized by Abuna Bshoi Kamer Fiskindri. I was, Abba Atrafi is Sayyidna wala Abuna Flan. All this will not benefit you. What will benefit you? When you walk like Abuna Bshoi Kamer or like Baba Krillus or like Abraham, if you are the children of Abraham, do the works of Abraham. And the last point in, in the secret of his greatness, that his example, what he taught, he lived to the extent that one of his enemies, King Herod, testified for him, as we read in the Gospel of St. Mark, Herod feared him, knowing that he was a just and holy man, and protected him. And when he heard him, he did many things and heard him gladly. 
So even King Herod, who was not strong in his faith, testified about John, knowing that he is just and holy man because of the example. One of the beautiful words that the Lord Jesus Christ said about John the Baptist, he was the lamb. كان هو المصباح المنير الذي أردت أن تبتهجوا بنوره ساعة. He was the shining lamp that you wanted to enjoy his uh, life or his light for an hour. Meaning that John the Baptist lived as light shining in the darkness. Shining in the darkness of the wickedness of the world. Shining lamp. The Lord told all of us, you are the light of the world. How many of us are indeed light to the world? How many of us indeed was a shining lamp? Or is a shining lamp like John the Baptist? So, when the Lord said, John the Baptist is the greatest among those born of women, because of his upbringing, because his victory over the three temptations, love of money, love of pleasure, ego, and pride, he was keeping the balance between strong in defending the faith, courageous in defending the faith, and compassionate on the weak and the needy. Also, his integrity in his teaching. He wanted the people to bear fruit of their repentance. And finally, his example. He was the shining lamp in the darkness of the world. May the Lord give us a godly life. Give us to bear fruit of repentance. Give us to be truly light to the world and soul to the earth through the intercession of St. John the Baptist and all the saints. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.